Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. With a name like Mutual, it has to be good. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Time circuits on. Checkpoint from David missed. Pre-program selection begins. Fascinating. I'm unaware as to the purpose of David's programming, but setting course towards Midnight Radio Theater's disposable life and Alba Salix Episode 3. You're tuned into Midnight Radio Theater. Tonight's story Disposable Life. Shut the door, will you? Have a seat. Michael, it's it's not working out. We're going to have to let you go. Let me go? What? You're, you're firing me? Yes, I'm afraid so. I, I don't understand. What is, is it something I did? It's not working out. We, we expected to have seen you much further along by now. We feel you do an adequate job while you're here. But over the last year, and especially over the last three months, you haven't been putting in enough time. And your job and the jobs around you have suffered because of it. I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'll start putting in more hours, okay? I'm sorry. You, you know my wife and I had a baby this, this last year, and of course I've had to spend more time at home. I understand that you made that decision. I've been dedicated. Every day I, I come in and do my job. Okay, I know that I've had to miss some extra days here and there, but I'll make it up, I promise you. It's not just a few days, Michael. Over the last three months, you've missed over two weeks' worth of work. You know I have a new baby, you know that. 
please. I'll work more hours. I'll, I'll, I'll stay to whatever time. What, what if I tried harder? I'm sorry. The company has made their decision. How long have we worked together? At least, at least two years now. You, you can't be serious about this. All right, listen. I promise you, I can turn things around. I could start working weekends. I, I, could, I could start putting in some real-time after-hours. The decision is final. Was it your decision? Or was it Ray? It, it, was, it was you and Ray, wasn't it? You could have at least warned me. You could have given me a chance to do something about it. Listen, I didn't mean to say all that. I'm just... I'm just really upset here. <laughs> Can I talk to anybody else about this? I... I mean, should I talk to Ray? You're, you're entirely free to try, but um, I, don't, I don't think it's going to help, though. This is, uh, I, 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 I didn't see this coming. I, now I, I really, I really don't know what, what I'm going to do. This. <sighs> okay, what do I do here? Do I need to leave? You can go buy human resources and pick your checkup. It will have this last pay period on it, plus a two full weeks severance pay. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay then. Goodbye, Michael. <sighs> Shit. Oh. Oh God. William just came home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've just been working pretty late all week. They have some big proposal they're working on. Okay, I really have to go now, Sophie. <laughs> Unnecessary. It's happening in the kitchen. We'll talk tomorrow. Good. Bye. What are you doing? What is going on in there? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? It doesn't matter. I can't find it. Well, maybe I can help. Tell it, me what you're looking for. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> you come home slamming doors and throwing all our stuff around. What's going on? What's wrong? 
I can't, I can't do this anymore. Okay. Can't do what? This. All of this. I'm sick of it. The house, the mortgage, the credit cards. It's the same freaking life being sold to every American with a disposable income. And that's us. That's us. Okay. What happened today? Nothing. That's the point. Something needs to happen. Ah. Uh, I feel like I'm on one of those rides that does nothing else but goes round and round. And it's making me sick. Don't look at me. I'm not answering that. Don't you remember the way it was before all the money? Before all this garbage? Yes, I do. We were complaining all the time about not having any money. That's why you decided to take this job. That's why we decided to move here. Remember? What do you suppose we do now? Sell everything, move to the mountains, and live like your dad? Maybe. Something like that. I mean, maybe we just need to start over. You know, move to a small town somewhere, raise a family. Something that has a little bit move? more- Move? Again? Are you high? We just bought this house. So, we could sell the house. The house is not- <laughs> Come on, it's not funny. I'm sorry, but you're not serious, are you? Yes, I am. Something needs to be done. Something needs to be done. Don't you, don't you see right now, we're not doing anything. What are you talking about? I am doing something. I happen to like my job. I don't want to quit. Yeah, well, your job doesn't pay the mortgage. Go to hell. I'm just saying, you're not the one who's trapped here. Okay, fine. You want to do something else? Do something else. But quit talking about it. This whole thing's giving me a headache. Great, sure. Your head hurts. Look, I'm trying to get at something important here. Don't you get it? All the meaning is being sucked out of our lives. And all I'm trying to do here is get some of it back, you know? I just want some of it back. You know what I think this is? You're having another one of your breakdowns. I'm not having a breakdown. You're not taking me seriously. How can I? You're talking well, maybe crazy. Well, you take this seriously. There. There. You want to talk about that? William! There is glass everywhere. I can't believe you just did that. I told you something needed to be done. Do you have done. any idea how much windows cost? What? Where are you going? To make plans, baby. Plans for the future. You're just going to leave? Would you like another drink? Yeah, another drink. Another drink before I get behind the wheel and drive home. Don't worry though, I'm one of the good drunk drivers. That's not funny. Yeah? You sound like my wife. Whatever. That was your last one though. 
Don't worry about him. He's a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that little bitch just cut me off, though. How long have you been here? <laughs> well, according to him, too long, I guess. What does he know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what does he know? Yeah, I probably do need to be getting home to my wife, though. <sighs> but I don't want to. Then you don't have to. <laughs> I guess you've never been married. Me? No. Not me. Well, if you ever do, you'll realize that there are a lot more have-tos than there are don't-have-tos. Exactly why I've never been married. <laughs> well... There you have it. Uh, I'm sorry, by the way, I'm William. William, I'm Lucas. Lucas, can I buy a drink? Sure, but I don't think Mr. Sunshine over there is gonna let you. <laughs> yeah, I nearly forgot. Tell you what, why don't you go find us a table and I'll get us a couple of drinks and I'll meet you there. Okay. Even better. Hope you like scotch. But I like it. I like it just fine, actually. So what are you doing here alone tonight, William? <laughs> I, I, I had a rough day. What happened? I hurt someone. You hurt someone? I fired a man from his job. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, did he deserve it? I suppose. Well, then it sounds like you did what you had to do. It, it doesn't make it feel any better, though. No. No, it doesn't. We made the decision to let him go over a month ago. Well, why the long wait? That's a, that's a long story. And, and it doesn't matter. The, the point is, is that, you know, for a whole month, I knew. I, I knew it was coming. I knew and he didn't. This got me thinking. Not about him, though. Well, what then? I almost wish that it was me. That it was you getting fired? Yes. That it was me getting fired. That I, that, that I would be the one forced to start over. Because let me... Let me tell you, things will just go on. They'll just go on, you know? Yeah, I know. Like you're sitting around waiting for someone else to make a decision for you. <laughs> yes. It is like that. It's a terrible feeling. You know, I used to think my job was important. And now I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do you think you should do then? I need to break out of it somehow. You don't mind if I smoke, do you? No, of course not. <clears throat> you know, I used to be in the same exact position 
Oh, yeah? I might be able to help you. <laughs> help me? <laughs> help me how? How long have you been married? S uh, six years. Do you love her? <laughs> what? What kind of question is that? <laughs> a little too forward of me, I'm sorry. <laughs> she says I'm having a breakdown. You mean she says you're having a breakdown right now? <laughs> yeah, she says it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, why don't I get us a few more drinks then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scotch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's fine. Thank you. I do. You do what? I love my wife. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you understand, though. I mean, she's really beautiful. Out of my league, beautiful. I mean, hmm. sometimes I feel like I've been trying to overcompensate for some of that beauty, and like I didn't deserve it. You, know? you deserve it. How do you know? Remember how I said I could help you? Yeah. Let's say you and I take a ride. I want to show you something. What do you say? You're going to tell me where we're going? Your problem is not what you had to do today. It's that you're part of the problem. And it makes you sick, I can tell. Maybe. Maybe. Ha. You know, I was fired once too, but I didn't deserve it. <laughs> How do you know? They asked me to build crap and I wouldn't do it, so they fired me. You know what a McMansion is, don't you? These big houses that are like overpriced suburban tract homes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I bought into one. <laughs> I had a feeling. I hate it. The wife? Yes. Well, this is what I'm talking about. You have good people like yourself buying into this substandard living. Buying into a substandard life. I had a choice. <laughs> yeah, your wife made it for you. 
Yeah, you did have a choice. But if you want to buy a new house, your choices are limited. The corporation I used to work for is one of just a handful that control the new house market. They control your choice. Tonight's your chance for a little payback. What are you, what are you talking about? What are we gonna do? You'll see. No one wants to get caught. Are you in or out? Okay. Show me what to do. Grab one of these gas cans. Follow me. We're going to start at the top and work our way down to the bottom. gas evenly across the floor like this. This house is part of a new subdivision being developed. The developers use the cheapest materials possible for everything that's important. They use the best materials for every part that's decorative. All makeup. Look underneath and there's no real beauty. Only the impression of bigness. We're supersizing our houses now. And it's a waste. Waste of space. Okay, I'm out. Alright, what do we do now? Now, we light a match. So, wait, wait, should we, should we do that outside? You'll want to be in here for this, trust me. Why should I trust you? Oh! Oh my god! Oh my god.
feel so well. Can you pull over? If you throw up in my car, I'm gonna hit you in the face. Out of the car. What are you doing? Get out of my car. Honey? It, is that you? I've been worried about you. Don't you ever do that to me again. Always call. Okay? Uh, look, I, I tried to call you. I went straight to I heard about Michael. You just tell me. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry too. Oh my God, what happened to your face? Were you in a fight? I'm, I'm all right. It, it looks worse than it is. I promise you. You smell like gasoline. Oh yeah, I'm. I, uh, I had trouble with the car. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just glad I'm home. I am too. Aren't you a mess? Let's get that shirt off you and get you cleaned up. still. Does it feel any better? Yeah, a little. Thanks to you. <laughs> Honey, your poor eye. Ow! Ow! Oh, ow! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Lay back down. There you go. What in the world happened to you tonight? I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight, I just want to sleep. Tomorrow, you'll feel better. I promise. God, I hope so. I want you to close your eyes. We have a whole weekend to lay around together, just the two of us. 
I want you to close your eyes and feel very heavy. You can't. You're gonna get so, so, so tired, and you're just gonna fall right asleep. I want you to go to sleep now. I want you to sleep now. Do the penny trick again. No. Come on, Michael. Don't make me tell you again. Do the penny trick. No, I won't do it. You can't make me. Yes, I can, and you know it. We want to see the penny trick. Come on, do the penny trick. Come on, Michael. Don't be such a bad sport. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so awesome. Michael. Oh man. Michael, what are you doing? This is not the penny trick, and you know it. What are you doing? You're going to hell, William. You're going straight to hell. Don't listen to him, William. Lucas, what are you doing here? I'm here to help you. I don't need any help. I've got it under control. Shut up. Why don't you set Michael on fire? Here's some gasoline. I want you to pour it on him. Wait, please. Please don't, William. Look, I said I was sorry. I... Come on now, just... Wait, hold... Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Okay, please. Don't... No. Don't. Please don't... No! Ah, hey! No! Don't! Don't! Please, no, come on, please. Please stop, please. I... Come on, my... Please! Please don't do that! No! I'm sorry. Come on, William, please. I, 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 I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Please don't do it. No, please. Please. Ah, 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 Disposable Life was written, directed, and produced by Billy Sinise. Music was written and performed by Thomas Nola. Music from the bar scene was written and performed by Stanton Meadowdale. Sound design, Billy Sinise. Sound mixer, Will Fox. Principal actors in order of appearance, Billy Sinise, Ross Brooks, Amanda Bailey, and Jesse James LeCourier. Additional actors, Matt Hallam, Jeff Street, Jessica Morris, and Jason Lee. Disposable Life has been a presentation of Midnight Radio Theater and Sinise Productions. All rights reserved.
wart, spleen wart, brain wart. Uh, Kidney wart. I was getting to that. Just trying to help. Kidney wart and left pinky finger wart. Good. Name three natural anesthetics. Nodding rose, napping violet, and blunt trauma. Why do I bother? Fine snooze weed. Thank you. I suppose this apprenticeship might not be a complete waste. You know what would really be worthwhile, though, is if you taught me some magic. Um, Alba, speaking of herbs, what's happened to the garden? What? Oh! Who the hell is that? Oh, God, they're tearing out everything! Hey, get out of my garden! Hey, stop that this minute! Oh, God, it's her! Just what do you think you're doing? Uh... Nothing. Nothing, ma'am. Excuse me, madam. Is there a problem here? Bailiff Henry, what are your men doing destroying my herb garden? Well, merely enforcing the law, madam. I beg your pardon? <clears throat> a royal decree on the aesthetic character of the royal lands, County Granville... Give me that! <clears throat> All buildings within sight of the palace to be painted in selected shades of pink... It's, uh, subsection 8. Garden at the House of Healing to be torn out and replanted according to palace standards? Yep, there you are. I don't believe this. All right, you men. Stop gobbing and get back to it. Sir? What? What's gotten into you two? You think she's going <laughs> to curse you or something? <laughs> I heard she was the one made Mickey Hutter's ears fall off. She made the birds peck old Mrs. Angley to death. Ah, she never did that. Oh, didn't I? She's the queen's sister. She'll have us killed. <laughs> Finish the job or it's two days pay, Doc, for both of you. With respect, sir, we wish to resign. I, I cannot work today on account of I have a terrible cold. We have orders! Bailiff, I would be quite happy if your men were to cease work right now. And if they were, perhaps to help salvage what they've torn up, I would be even happier. Otherwise, well, I won't be responsible for their safety. Sir? I think perhaps we could come to some arrangement. <laughs> By appointment to the king and queen, Alba Salix, royal physician. <laughs> Episode of the third, Into the Woeful Woods. Wrong. I am not doing it wrong. You're supposed to put the nettles into the water after it starts boiling. No one asked you, fairy. You're going to waste an entire bag of leaves. Holly, I don't need tea-making lessons from a hopped-up pixie. <gasps> what did you call me? A clumsy, mushroom-addled pixie. Magnus, don't you ever call me a pixie. I just did. Twice. Pixie. <gasps> Oops. Haha. <laughs> Three times. Don't associate my name with those people. My mama and my grandma fought their kind for years. I thought you fairies believed in peace and hugs and whiskers on griffins. Not when it comes to pixies. They eat cornflower husks. They bite their toenails. You fought them? What was it, a cider drinking contest? <laughs> Ow! Damn it! Take it back! Get away from me! Take it back! Take it back! Pixie! Mushroom fiend! What in Hades is going Take on? Back what you said! I bet you kiss Bumblebee! Yeah! Well, you're a mean, crazy, good-for-nothing, young human youngster! Ah! Holy! Magnus! Well? She started it. I did not. He insulted my people. Just telling it like it is. Children! Sorry. I'm not a... 
Sorry. First the bailiff and his lackeys take out my garden, and now you two have wrecked half the pantry. Oh, that was my last bottle of gossamer fern extract and the doleful goat weed. I'm sorry, Alba. We'll replace them all. Yes, you will. If I have to travel to the ends of the earth. There's an idea. And take Magnus with you. I shall atone for my... Wait, Magnus? I'm not taking him. Yes, you are. You are both going to go out and collect the ingredients on this list. Can't we just go to an apothecary? On my budget? I see. The kingdom's healthcare system is founded on slave labor. You noticed. Gossamer fern, chucklebriar, golden bellweed, Alba... That only grows in the green grove of the deepest depths of the woeful woods. Well, that should narrow down your search. But those woods are full of badgers and bears. I thought the animals were our friends. What? You scared of a widow fuzzy badger? We have religious differences. Did they side with the pixies? Alba, I can't go to the woeful woods. Magnus will go with you and defend you. (laughs) Defend me? Forget badgers. He's never even seen a tree. Can I bring a sword and everything? Let me see the list. Why do you care? You couldn't tell a mushroom from a mulberry bush. I want to know what plants we're looking for. You just stick to navigating, monkey boy. Say, why don't you go fly up over the trees and see if we're still heading in the right direction? Oh, wait. You heard your wing flying into the pantry door. Okay, okay. Let's be nice. Come on, we have to work together. So I hear... I'm a good fairy and I help people. I'm a good fairy and I help people. What does your map say? Uh, we're getting close to the turning. In 50 paces, turn left at Babbling Brook. Really? I don't think I trust this GBH thing. Anything made by gnomes... It's GPS. Whatever. It stands for Gnomish Place Seeker. It's probably going to lead us into badger territory. Or bears. Hey, look! Fairy cake! That's a cake? It's a magic cake we fairies make to sustain us on long journeys. What's it doing lying in the grass? Some nice fairies must have left it here. I wonder if it was anyone I know. Or some nice fairies got eaten by a giant spider and all that's left is their cake. Want some? I'll pass, thanks. Mm, We're missing out. How is it magic? Mm, One little piece like this is enough to keep you going all day. Well, that's how it's supposed to work. Mine never turns out. I mean, it tastes good, but actually kind of makes you a little bit hungrier. In 100 <laughs> paces, turn left at Babbling Brook. Okay, maybe a lot hungrier, but it's so good. Can you see the brook yet? Reckoning. No. Shouldn't we have heard it babbling by now? <laughs> Reckoning. What a great word. Babble, babble. Are we heading north? <laughs> Duh! Look at the moss on the trees. Uh, I'm looking. What about it? The moss grows on the north side, dummy. Is that true, or are you just making up more weird fairy stuff? That's really north. Absolutely. 100% due north. Oh, come on. I just got this thing. It can't be broken already. Oh, my gosh! More fairy cake! This must be my lucky day. How can you just eat random things you find on the ground? Trust in the forest and it will provide. What if it's poisoned? Or maybe it's a trap left by pixies. Maybe pixies stole the recipe. Pixies can't cook. In 30 paces, turn right at Great Granite Mountain. Okay, 
looking for a mountain. Oh sure, you don't believe me about the moss, but you'll listen to that piece of paper. It can't be wrong. It's got all the latest data. Do you see any mountains? They could be hidden by the trees. Warning! Warning! This map has been stolen. You stole the map? What? Holly, I am hurt that you would think such a thing. This map has been stolen. Besides, they wanted a hundred and seventy crowns for it, for a piece of junk. I bet you didn't pay for that dagger either. Don't you talk that way about Bloodletter? Ew. This map has been stolen and will now self-destruct. Ow! Well, that's just great. Ha! It serves you right. Holy Calendula! More fairy cake! No map. No compass, and you can't even fly. First of all, we don't need a compass. Hello, Moss. And second of all, gosh, this is awesome cake. I bet you're faking. I bet you can fly just fine. If I could fly, believe me, I wouldn't be here talking to you. Well, that's a darn shame for both of us then. Any other brilliant ideas? Can your Special fairy senses detect Jimson weed or whatever. Watch it, Buster. And second of all, I do know the way back. Oh, how? I've been leaving a trail of markers behind us. That way, we can just retrace our steps. Really? That's kind of smart, actually. What are you leaving for markers? That is the amazingly brilliant part. I've been leaving pieces of fairy cake. That way, one, I can travel lighter as we go, and two, we have something to eat on the way back. Oh. Great. Oh. Oh gosh, the cake we found. Uh huh. All this time we must have been. Keep going. That was almost a thought there. Magnus, I think I ate all the cake. And. And now I'm hungrier than I was before. Shocking. This is all your fault. This is all your fault, distracting me with your useless map. Oh, it's my fault. You ate all our trail markers. Yeah. Well, I hope you get lost. We're already lost. I hope you fall in a hole and die, and then get eaten alive by bears. Why don't you have some more cake, Pixie? Ugh. Have fun getting out of here without a map. There you are, Doctor Crankle. Good day, Your Majesty. I'm looking for the Master of Rebels. You're out of luck, Majesty. Parabel had him fired, so everyone's coming to me for approvals. I had thought this was to be a surprise birthday party for Her Majesty. It is a surprise party, but she had strong opinions about the plan. Ah, well then,、uh, Your Majesty will be glad to know the fireworks are all prepared. Excellent. The orchestra will be out in the jetty. Perfectly suitable. But with respect, Majesty, I had hoped for a more refined musical accompaniment. I know, but Bulgarian Rhapsody is one of Parabel's favorites. Of course, Majesty. Have you found a way to make the banquet appear out of thin air? There are several possible approaches, but most efficacious would be Gunther. Alba, if you don't mind, the Sorcerer General and I are discussing some important business. Miss Salix, good day. More important than the health of your citizens? Why? What's the problem? The bailiff's men destroyed my garden this morning. 
They uprooted my nervous nettles and chopped down the only surviving squid apple tree this side of the River Twist. No, dear. So surely the order came from the bailiff's office. This is your majesty's signature right here on the work order. Oh, uh, look, I don't have time to read every word in every document I sign. How reassuring. Oh, but can this please wait until after the party? Yes, uh, surely you can use herbs from your existing stores. I have no existing stores. How reassuring. They were destroyed by that idiot boy, the one your majesty ordered to do his community service for me. This is all very unfortunate, but what do you want me to do about it? Your majesty, perhaps the office of the sorcerer general can be of assistance here. You? Miss Salix, I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, Ah! but as a gesture of goodwill, I'd like to offer you access to our stockpiles. How very kind of you. You're most welcome, Miss Salix. We at the OSG like to be prepared for emergency situations, droughts, shortages... Acts of vandalism. ...and the like. Just get in touch with my secretary, and she'll ensure you have everything you need. There you go. Problem solved. Yes, very convenient. Perhaps a little too convenient? I'm sorry? You had my garden torn out, didn't you, Dr. Crankle? Slipped a little old work order in front of the king in the midst of all the other party paperwork? (laughs) What possible reason could I have? And how do I know these herbs of yours are safe? I really must protest. Dr. Crankle has been Sorcerer General for 12 years now and a trusted advisor to both my father and myself. What about those magical listening devices in the council chambers? Planted by Maorian government agents. The suggestibility potion in the palace drinking water? A chance combination of two harmless cooking ingredients. The accident aboard HMS Buttercup. Was an accident, as you say. Your Majesty, if I may, I must see to the arrival of the pigeon aerobatic team. Thank you, Dr. Crankle. Alba, why can't you two get along? I've told you, he's been plotting against you for years. And as the only person who seems able to see that, I'm the biggest obstacle to his plans. Which is why he's trying to show me up by having my garden destroyed. No, no, no. Oh, that wasn't Crankle. I remember now. It was Parabelle. What? It was on her giant list of pre-birthday improvements. Parabelle wrote this decree? Did someone call my name? You! Alba, which dress should I wear to the party? You had my garden torn out? I'll be just over here. I know the blue one is more proper, but I still like the red one. (gasps) Whichever one you like is probably fine, Your Majesty. Oh, come on. Just pick one of them. Fine. The blue one. It's more regal, not as showy. See? That wasn't so hard. The red one, please, Millie. Parabelle? My garden? Your what? Oh, you mean that underbrush in front of your building? It's the herb garden for the House of Healing. Was the herb garden. Oh, well, it's not like it was a very nice one. It's not supposed to be nice. It's supposed to provide vital medicinal ingredients. You could grow them in little rows, at least, or arrange them by color. I give up. Oh, I know. You should trim all your plants into cute animal shapes. Happy birthday, Your Majesty. That went well. Hey, there we go, Holly. There's a sign up ahead. Holly? (sighs) Whatever. Welcome to Badgerton. Population 38 badgers, three bears. Well, hello there! Ah! 
No, no. I mean you no harm, good sir. You shouldn't sneak up on a guy. You look like a young man on a quest. Who wants to know? I am but a simple apothecary. You don't say. And what are you apothecarying? Why, magic herbs, tree products, mosses, lichens, fungi, maple syrup, and souvenir gifts. Badger's the name. Badger's the species. Proprietor, comma, Badgerton. All natural dispensary. Really? Now that's handy. Step right this way. <laughs> nice hut. Oh, thank you kindly. I take it by your garb that you are a monk of the Dragon Mountain Order. Darn straight. Brother Magnus to you. Hmm. Warriors and healers by trade, unless I am much mistaken. <gasps> Seeking rare medicines, perhaps? You got it, Badgerino. Excellent. What can I get you? Let's see now. Uh, buttery goldenrod? Oh, we carry three varieties, all available fresh, dried, powdered, or extract. Sweet. How about bladderwort? Mm, dried only, but it's top quality. This is going to be easier than I thought. <laughs> I hate walking. I hate it. And it's getting darker. Oh, gods. Please don't let me meet any badgers. Why, hello, little fairy. <laughs> Where did you come from? Oh, I live here. You look tired. Won't you step into my parlor for dinner? No offense, Mr. Spider, but your parlor looks kind of web-like. No, no, dear. That's just decoration. It's the latest fashion in parlors, you see. Come in, come in. Mama taught me not to talk to strange eight-foot spiders. Please. It's almost time for dinner. <laughs> Get away! Ow! Ow! No one ever wants to stay for dinner. Goddess, I am never going to eat cake ever again. Anybody home? Hello? I'm sorry about your window. Holy moly. Something smells so good. Oh my gosh! Porridge! Yes! Oh, porridge! I love you so much! And three pounds of soldier wood bark. Strips or powder? It's all good. I'd recommend the strips, then. You have to grind it yourself, but it'll keep far longer. And your total comes to, let's see, 379 crowns, five ducats, and sixpence. Well, you see, I don't have that kind of cash, I'm afraid. We also take Magister Card and Farlorian Express. Sorry, Mr. Badger. This is how you say a stick-up. Uh, you could always start a tab. No, no. This is how a stick-up works, you see. You hand over the sack of herbs and all the cash in the till, or else I stick this dagger up your pointy nose. Come on, I haven't got all day. Here. And the cash, please. Chop, chop. You bring shame to your order. Thank you, good sir. I'll be sure to tell my friends about your fine establishment. You wouldn't happen to have a map of the area, would you?
Lisa, did you have fun? That was the best puppet show ever, Mama. I want to go again tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's a different show for grown-up bears. Does it have duels and guys stabbing people and things? Yes. Nope. You're too young to see it. Aw. Wait. Something's wrong. Someone's broken my chair. Someone's broken my table. Someone's broken my front window. Someone's eating my porridge. Someone's eating my porridge. Someone's eating the whole pot. What's that? There's somebody in my room. Junior, fetch me that frying pan. Here, Ma. Papa, get your pitchfork. We've got ourselves an intruder. Who's number one? That's right. Magnus number one, Mother Gooses. Brother Magnus, you are charged with theft. Stand in the name of the law. I scorn your local badger laws. I scoff. Ha ha. Whoa, Nelly. I, uh, vanish into the night. Stand, Robert. Show your hands. <laughs> Lost him. Magnus. Magnus, over here. Holly? Shh, they'll hear us. Holly, why are you locked in a wooden cage marked Thief? Because bears don't know how to spell the word thief. Huh. Well, at least they spelled the word lunch right. What? Is that what that one says? Bears, huh? Well, I hope they kill you humanely before they eat you. What? Magnus, get me out of here. You dare ask me to pervert the legal system? Come on. You know how to melt wood. No time, I'm afraid. I've got to deliver my cargo of magic woo-woo herbs to the boss. You found the herbs? Every last one on the list. Look, musk roses, eglantine, and a pound of smug bastard root. You cheated. You went to a store. I never. You totally did. I bet you stole it all, too. Mr. Badger let me have it for free. I guess he just liked my face. Brother Magnus! Damn, then show yourself. That's the boy. Get him. Yikes. I guess that's my cue. So long, Bear Bates. Ah. Hands on your head. Right. You do the cage with you. No way, Fur Face. Hold on to him. Keep him still. Hands off, you pervert. Get into the cage. Hey, hey, what are you doing? What's with the leaves? That's right. Lock him up. We'll decide what to do with him in the morning. Get back here. I demand to speak to my lawyer. Keep your voice down. You'll wake the bears. They might decide they want a midnight snack. This is just great. Locked in irons and stuck in a cage with a lame fairy, waiting to be eaten by semi-literate bears. And that badger put something down my pants. I saw. It's poison ivy. That would explain the mild but growing itching sensation. Leaves of three, let them be. I'll be sure to remember that next time I'm being arrested. Ah, it's getting worse. This is a travesty of justice. Well, you did steal all those herbs. Oh, don't you get all high and mighty with me, Fife. That was a misunderstanding. Aha. And besides which, I was starving. I wonder why. I'm not talking to you anymore. Fine. Cuts and itches. We really should get out of here. You think? Do your wood-melting thing. My what? You said you learned how back at the monastery. I was trying to heat up food and kind of melt at the table. I see. Got any special martial arts moves for breaking out of cages? Yeah, but they involve not having my legs in shackles. Great. How about you? Any bright ideas? 
Well, I think the lashing on this side is coming apart. I tried budging it earlier, but I couldn't do it by myself. But if we both rock the cage back and forth... Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, on three. One, two, three. No, no. We, we need to be in sync. You're going to and fro. You should be going fro and two. Whatever. One, two, three. There we go. I think it's working. It's starting to give a little. Almost there. What's going on out there? Uh-oh. There's a light. I think someone heard us. It's a bear. It's three bears. Go faster. We did it. The door's off. Quick, make a run for it. Now get it away. Stop them. So long, suckers. Oof. Holly. Holly, I can't run in these leg irons. Well, I can't carry you. Please. Please, Holly. They're going to eat me. Say you're sorry. What? Say you're sorry for stealing those herbs. Sorry to who? Badger's not here. To the universe. Holly. Say it. I am sorry, oh universe. I am so sorry I stole a bunch of herbs from a nice badger who's only trying to make a living. That's better. Stop that fairy! Courage, Taylor! Holly! Hold on to my waist. Oh, Mercury, help me. Morning, Alba. What? It's good to see you. Yes. Isn't it a lovely day? I suppose this is bad news. No, no. We got your herbs and everything. Look. What's this supposed to be? Goldenrod? Uh-huh. It's a special variety they grow in the swamp. And this? That's ginseng. This is a yam. It's orange ginseng. Sometimes known as false yam. Every herb a modern house of healing needs. And not, say, a bag of ten random plants you stumbled on in the dark? Magnus? Holly? I'm sorry, Alba. Never send a pair of dimwit assistants to do a witch's job. I'll make it up to you. I'll be your herbalist forever. Please don't say that. We need to make amends. What can we do? Uh, we? Well, there's a stack of bedpans and chamber pots behind you that need cleaning out. And then you can start rebuilding the pantry. Yes, Alba. Great. Consider yourself lucky. I'm off to Her Majesty's surprise birthday party. I hate my life. Are you going to eat that yam? In Into the Woeful Woods, Episode 3 of Alba Salix, Royal Physician, you heard Barbara Clifford as Alba Salix, Julian Sark as Magnus, and Olivia John as Holly, with Carter Siddle as Halbard Crankle and Douglas, George Bertwell as King Gunther and Papa Bear, Marisa King as Queen Parabelle and Mama Bear, John Palmieri as Bailiff Henry and Badger, Abbas Hussein as Jan and Badger Guard, Jasmine Cheng as Baby Bear, and Clive E. Milne as The Spider and The Map. Written and directed by Eli McElveen. Engineered by John Palmieri. Sound design by Eli McElveen. Produced by Sean Howard. Associate producers Carter Siddle, Eric Portalance, Mark Fenwick, Josh Claver, and Dave Addison. Alba Salix Royal Physician is a Forgery League production. Visit forgeryleague.com.
The Sonic Society Season 10 is written and produced by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music provided by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society through Creative Commons licensing. The Sonic Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hi, I'm Persephone Rose, executive producer for Postal Roach and the creator of Emperor Pigs. I'm a huge fan of audio drama. And if you're listening to this right now, I've got a sneaking suspicion you might be too. So make sure your headphones are plugged in tight because you're going to want to hear this. From July 24th through the 26th in 2020, producers, directors, composers, writers, actors, technicians, and fans of audio drama are gathering together for the world's first international modern audio drama convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia. This is going to be amazing. If you like panels, there's going to be panels. Workshops, they've got them. Studio sessions, swag events, live performances, and most importantly, all your favorite creators are going to be there. You can get all the details and purchase your tickets online at www.madcon.com. That's M-A-D hyphen C-O-N dot com. See you at MadCon.